Before I go, I just want to tell you, you were fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And you know what? So was I. Hi, I'm Tish. Linda. I'm Juliana. And this is episode six of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. This week we're going to be talking about season one, episode 11, Boomtown, as well as episode 12, Bad Wolf, and episode 13, The Parting of the Ways. Tish and I are your seasoned Whovians, and Linda is our new Whovian. So, how far have you watched in Doctor Who at this point? I have not really <laughs> progressed in my watching, so I'm still, f- I'm still finished season three. That's good. It still okay. gives us a couple seasons that we don't have to worry about spoiling. I've been you slacking. To, you need to get going. <laughs> Tish is dying to talk about yeah. some stuff. Feel free to talk about it. I don't, I don't mind. I don't want to leave you out, though. Yeah. And it's so much more fun when we can all talk yeah. about it. Also, it's just so good. I want you to <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> so many TV programs on the go right I now. Know. I know. It's so good. And so you're like, oh, I have so much to watch. It's like, it becomes like a chore almost. You're like have to get through this oh my god well now that it's summer too i'm like i don't want to be inside that's true (laughs) all right we got some who news yep a little bit (laughs) a little bit um first of all just a fun thing it's not really news i don't know how new it is but i found this cool doctor who thing on the internet so i want to tell you about um there's a youtube channel called player piano and it's uh a girl or a team. I'm not really sure. I've just watched this like one episode of it. Um, but I know they do, um, piano versions of like video game covers and sci-fi and nerdy kind of music from that stuff. And they did a Doctor Who episode and it looks amazing. She has like an actual TARDIS she walks out of. There's like smoke all over the ground. She sits down at a TARDIS blue piano. Beautiful. And girl knows how to do production value. Oh yeah. It's really amazing. (laughs) And she, her, uh, outfit is like versions of, that all the doctor's outfits like rotating as she plays and it's kind of a medley of a bunch of doctor who score the theme and everything uh so anyway you can um look that up player piano doctor who on the youtubes or if you go Mm -hmm. to the blog of course there's always links on the blog to the stuff we talk about if you're having who withdrawal waiting for the next season (laughs) it's one of those little things you can go and feel happy about yeah it's very who (laughs) We also um, have a little bit of news concerning the next season. This actually, I guess, came out sometime about March, but you know what? I'm behind a little bit. (laughs) Um, There are three confirmed uh, two-part episodes for next season. Uh, We have titles for some of them. One two-parter is going to be The Magician's Apprentice and The Witch's Familiar. And another one is going to be The Girl Who Died and The Woman Who Lived, which I believe is the one that's going to star Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And the other is an untitled one, but it's going to be written by Toby Whitehouse. Who has written for who before? Yes. Yeah. So, that's good. Season vet. Yeah. Sounds fun. Moffat had a weird thing with two-parters, because... The, the, uh, he, for, there was one season he did absolutely no two-part episodes. Really? Yeah, I think, um, season seven. Okay. That's the season where Amy and Rory leave halfway through? Yeah. Yeah. Because people are talking about that episode in particular feels like it, it 
crammed into one episode and it yeah. could have been expanded when into... we were uh, talking about the question we're about to answer like two-parters i almost thought of that as a two-parter and it's not it's, it's not. one and people and it's because he had a big thing i was reading an article about it about um he looked it up and two-parters one of the things they say is that it saves money but it, it doesn't actually save money doctor who two-parters and he felt like Every episode should be a standalone cinematic piece oh. that can do, like, one episode. So he did that, and then, as a season eight, we've had more two-parters. Yeah. So I guess that went out the window. Because it's ones like that I felt I like couldn't breathe enough. That could have been easily a two-parter, that episode. It feels like a two-parter, because yeah. there are so. multiple, like, stories going on. We'll have at least three. That's, like, half the season next year. Awesome. Um, <laughs> all right, so our question this week, which we asked in our last episode was what's your favorite two-part story yes and we all have answers and they're all different for once guys yeah so how about you go first linda you have three seasons to work with (laughs) what was your favorite two-parter in those three seasons well it's from season one uh it was the episode that we just talked about so empty child which is episode nine and episode ten the doctor dances i just Really like the introduction to Jack and the whole mm-hmm. war theme. Yeah. It's it has more... a creepy bad guy that, like, the child's yeah, creepy. Yeah. It ends happy and you get Jack. Right? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fulfilling two-parter. <laughs> All right. Uh, I narrowed down my choices <laughs> down to just one, which is uh, season five, The Time of Angels and Flesh and Stone which is um, near the beginning of season five. It's the first, or technically the second time we see River, um, our first, like, kind of real adventure with her, where the Doctor actually knows, well, has met her once. (laughs) Um, And it's one of Amy's first things, and, like, the way Amy and Rory get, Amy and River get along, and the Doctor and River start their kind of flirty thing, and, of course, the angels are terrifying. Terrifying. And, yeah, that's one, and it seems like, it is a two-parter, but it seems like there's so much, there's, like, the beginning of the spaceship, and then they're in the temple, and then they're in, like, a forest inside the spaceship. There's so much going on, and, like, the messing with Amy's mind is, like, so sick and twisted, and just thinking about it, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I had the same issue, I really had to whittle it down, um, because I had, like, four that I felt strongly about, but Mm. I... I chose one, um, and it's season four, it's Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead, uh, which, uh, they're two of my, like, just favorite episodes in general. Um, mm-hmm. first, it's, it's Tennant and Tate, so you're off to a good start no matter what. Uh, this is the first meeting of River Song when this mysterious woman comes in and she's all, like, knows who the doctor is, and you're like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, who is this lady? Um, they face the Vashta Nerda. And, you know, count the shadows. It's just so ominous. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Plus, the library is such a cool thing. And I feel like it's one of those things that, like, where we are now, Rose is starting to talk about, like, planets and, like, all these wonderful things that she saw. And so mm-hmm. often the companions do that. And I feel like the library is one of those things, like, that they would actually talk about that you finally get to kind of see. Yeah. She'd be like, we went to this, you know, and it's this library and it goes on forever and, you know. And the weird child introduction to it. At the beginning of the episode, you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. It's it's just, it's getting, I'm excited now. <laughs> <laughs> but you go watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, like, 
a lot of people agree that's one of the best episodes. Yeah. There's a lot of close ones, though. There's a lot of good two-parters. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the episodes. Yes. We have three to get through. Another three for for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so season one, episode 11, Boomtown, June 4th, 2005, written by Russell T. Davies. Stopping off in present-day Cardiff to recharge the TARDIS, the Doctor, Rose, and Jack encounter an old foe in the midst of hatching a scheme that could destroy the entire planet. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. We should just start this by saying none of us are really impressed with this episode. No. No, no. <laughs> no. None of us are happy about it. My issue is I really hate this Levine. Yes. Yeah. Same. Lame. So as soon as the episode starts and I see this Levine, I'm already like, Again? my disappointment level <laughs> is already raised. You know what I mean? I'm just like, great. I thought we were done with these. Yeah. Of all the things to bring back. We're, yeah. Um, I think it starts out good, though, like the Jack and Doctor, uh, the Jack, <laughs> the Jack and Doctor, <laughs> the Doctor and Jack. Or, like, almost, like, flirting with each other in the TARDIS. It's so cute. Yeah. I like that stuff. I, I love the bromance, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just Jack flirts with everyone, and I just love that the Doctor goes along with it. And while at the same time, he's constantly telling Jack to stop flirting. <laughs> <laughs> like, he says hello to somebody, he's like, stop flirting. He only <laughs> likes it when he flirts with him. Not the time and place for this, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that relationship actually, like, really grows in this episode, and I, I enjoy it. Like, the whole... the. The three of them, like, mm, they're, they're a great little time. They're so terrible. They're like, so into good. time and, and space. space. <laughs> like, oh my god, you huge dorks. I know, but, like, oh, you love it. You can, I mean, I feel like there's been some time passage since uh, they rescued Jack off the bomb and stuff. Like, it feels like they've been together and done a couple things Yeah, they definitely not us just come it. from that yeah, one adventure. Yeah, and, like, you feel, like, the bond that they all have. And, I mean, the doctor is not keen on Jack when he first comes in. Yeah. So. Because he's a con man. Exactly. But, you know, no. Yeah, you can tell by now no, that because they're, they're so chummy, like, they've definitely had some adventures and become a team. Yeah. And, yeah. I love the parts of this when they're just, like, hanging out and talking and all that stuff. Yeah, the character stuff is good. That doesn't last long. No, it does not. Uh, <laughs> so, we find out that one of the Slitheen is still on Earth in Cardiff now. Yeah. So, they land in Cardiff because of the rift, which we learned about. Yeah, mm-hmm. in episode and three. Apparently, now it charges the TARDIS. Well- that makes sense. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, I have no issue if the rift is an energy source for the TARDIS. I have an issue because it's the same reason I think everyone does. Like, the rift seems diff- has different rules in this episode than when we first... It has yeah. different rules, like, every time. I know. And, like, in this one, he's like, we have to park here for 24 hours. But in season three, they come back for, like, a second. And, like, Jack hears them and runs after them. Like, they weren't parked there for 24 hours. They, like, dipped into Cardiff for, like, a second and then went on their way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you watch Torchwood, the whole show is kind of about catching aliens that, like, come through the rift and, like, stuff comes It's more hellmouthy, like... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, because he tries to explain it. He says, the rift was closed by a girl named Gwyneth. Like, Rose, they're telling Mickey this right, and right, stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, but it left a scar, yeah. and the scar can recharge the TARDIS. And I'm like, this is a like, lame explanation. Because, like, I was like, but it was so centralized at the, like, archway. And now it's, now just, it's just, kind just of Cardiff. Cardiff in general. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It's just another, like, who science that I just, I accept it and move on, because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Well, accept that and move on. Um, so she calls Mickey to come meet her in Cardiff. Yeah, for her passport. Which is an nice. excuse. Space to see passport. Him, which is, yeah. It I, is cute. It, it shows you that sometimes she, you know, she still misses, misses him, him and thinks about it. And they him. go and they want to get a hotel room. I was a little bit like, wow, Mickey, I wonder where your head's at. He's like, um, so I know you're only here for a bit. Let's go get a hotel well, room. He hasn't seen her in like two years. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the timing is I don't now. Know probably either. really frisky. Um, I think it's about, I thought it was like a year. I feel like, no, that can't be right. Because Harriet Jones. Oh, she mentions a timeline at one point, but I can't think yeah, of Yeah, I wonder that, too, in the Christmas episode, what, how long it took her to become Prime Minister. But this, yeah. I'm wondering, like, this woman who was, like, involved in all that stuff at Downing Street has now become mayor of Cardiff. And, yeah. like, she's... I guess she's taken over that woman's body, so she has her history to go on, but, like, yeah. how long, like, how long does it take to become mayor? Depends and then, on when an election is. Yeah. Well, you'd be a counselor first, so that takes at least one year. Yeah. And then you get elected after that. Yeah, so I don't it's know. been like a few years. That. And now she's <laughs> making this nuclear power plant, and I'm like, what does a mayor have to do with building nuclear power plants and, like, choosing where they go? And, like, that well, would like, take years to It's one thing to, to deal out. with it in terms of, like, pre- preparing a committee and, like, discussing plans and, like, mm. because it's something being built in the town, but... Like, in this, she, like, designed the power yeah. plant and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh, to fucking explode garden. We have engineers <laughs> for that shit. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering why the Her mayor... old character was also an engineer. Like, the body she took over. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little... I don't remember who she was exactly. Something... Margaret. In... Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That was her, her name. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all I know. I don't know anything, like specific my also the doctor talks about like mickey's there and they're just like okay well let's just head off for the day and mickey's like there's a giant blue box here and they talk a little bit more about how like the chameleon circuit and that he just likes Mm -hmm. it and that sort of stuff i like that they explain it yeah but um he's also like mickey people don't notice a big blue box and i it's so true to like we're so consumed with our own shit we'd be like it would just be that thing where it's like oh it must be like a weird art weird art installation or like the heritage site (laughs) like you know what i mean i would just i wouldn't i wouldn't be there and be like this giant blue box is not in the right place it must be a spaceship (laughs) yeah you know, it's not like anyone can get in and he locks the door. Well, also, I don't know if he mentions in this episode, but in other episodes he mentions the perception filter. Yeah. Which is just, you see it in the corner of your eye, but you don't pay attention to it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He does not mention that. Here he just no. says people don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Also around that time, I love Mickey. I mean, Mickey's already, like, so jealous of, like, the Rose and the Doctor. And now we have Jack in there, too, the big flirt. So Mickey's Who's not even... as old and super hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, like, even more jealous. And I just love Mickey's line. He's like, what are you, the captain of the Induendo squad? And <laughs> Jack just makes a W with his fingers and thumbs. That's such a, like, time period thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, he learned that that was cool around that time. I, know. I was like, that takes me back to middle school. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Oh my god. That was just so funny. Yeah. He says he's Captain Jack. He's like, what are you the captain of? In this? It's like, yeah, he is, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I just, 
that whole part of the episode like redeems it a little bit for me because the whole the well, beginning yeah not beginning just the relationship between the three of them but it's good when mickey comes in and stuff too and at least like mickey like when they're in the restaurant he's all like you said we should have turned left and like yeah. he's getting into it a little bit and i'm like yeah. well at least they're trying to he's like include yeah, some inside jokes yeah i don't know good for mickey smith mickey the idiot <laughs> <laughs> oh poor mickey <laughs> So they find out uh, Margaret is still around and she's mayor, so they have to, like, go collect her, which yeah. is more, like, teamwork, super yeah. fun. And then... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just talk her. about the chase scene between Margaret... Well, she keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, using the teleport thing as she's, like, waddling down the corner <laughs> in her, like, little shoes. I'm like, oh my god. That's so funny. It's cute. She actually, like, as much as I don't like this Lizzie, the actress does a good job with the character. Like, yeah. But, I don't know. I was going to say, like, we see that she has changed some. Like, she doesn't kill right. the pregnant lady. Like, I feel like they, I mean, they put that in there for obvious reasons because it brings up the morality questions later. And you're like, well, she didn't kill the pregnant lady. <laughs> right? She still already attempted to basically, like, blow up the entire Well, life. and she's you still not trying forgiven. to do that. She's yeah. still trying, but, I mean, I guess, I think it was just, and it also hints again at, like, family structure, and, like, there's other family structures that are similar, and just mm-hmm. as important throughout the universe, like, humans, because, like, she's, her whole family's dead, and she's kind of sad about it. That doesn't excuse what she tried to do oh, or was going yeah. to I do. don't <laughs> think it excuses it, I'm just saying, like, it shows, you know. She just well, didn't yeah. kill the pregnant lady because she knew she would do it later on. Well, yeah. No, she's going to blow up the whole city. <laughs> save you for now. She knows, like, that one little article is not going to stop the plan, so who cares? Yeah, the whole thing of, like, the engineer. She's like, you haven't shared this with every- anyone, have you? And I was like, there would be, like, hundreds of people working on this. Yeah. <laughs> they would never get to the point where one guy's like, hmm, this isn't going to work. And she's explaining, like, oh, this was an accident. She's like, it was raining, my car couldn't stop. I was oh, like, yeah. so she got to the point of just blatantly hitting somebody yeah. in her car, yeah. like, as a way to get rid of She's getting creative, <laughs> taking these people out. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the whole episode is, like, this morality question yeah. of, like, you're taking me, you are not killing me, but you're taking me to my death. Yeah. Which is tricky for the doctor, but he's still gonna do it. Well, to be honest, she deserves it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, necessarily capital punishment, but I'm saying he's returning her to her home planet. It's not his fault that those are the rules. Although it's the grossest execution thing <laughs> that she talks about of, like, all time. The acid where it, like, takes the skin off but doesn't kill you and then your organs fall out and you uh, become soup. Like, it's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you become soup, but you're still alive and screaming. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Country yeah. needs to, like, come out of the medieval times, like. <laughs> well, that would definitely deter you from doing all that bad shit, though. That is true. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be soup, so I better not kill people. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what else is he supposed to do? Because he's not going to kill anyone. We know that. No, and he can't leave her on Earth because she keeps proving over and over again that, you know... Yeah, when you basically anytime you find someone like bad, his solution is kind of like send him. I won't kill you, but I'm gonna like put you somewhere in the middle of nowhere space where you can run around, not hurt anyone. Or I'm just gonna take you home, where you should be punished. Like this is your planet's problem. Yeah, it's not my fault that your planet is barbaric, and you know Mm -hmm. you know the rules. (laughs) 
So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all for them bringing her to her death, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I'm like, let's get rid of this Levine issue. For real. Yeah. Take her, take her home, please. <laughs> um, she also at some point calls him, she calls him a killer because he's, like, taking her to his death, which just reminded me of when the Dalek said to the doctor, you would make a good Dalek. Like, I yeah. think it happens again in one of the next episodes where they're kind of saying, like, you would make a good Dalek or, like, you would make, you're just as evil or yeah. something. Which brings up, like, an interesting point of... He's always basically trying to, like, save everyone. But also, at the same time, like, stuff like this comes up where, like, someone's been bad and you're the one to come rescue everyone. So you have to decide, like, how they're punished. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean... I think... I'm gonna talk about this in a couple episodes, but, like, the doctor's decisions are so difficult that he has to make, though, too. Like... He always rides the fine line of savior and destroyer. Like, yeah. So, his life's rough, man. Yeah. Well, that's why I mean, he gets like he's known throughout the universe as like the oncoming storm or like destroyer of worlds and stuff. <laughs> he doesn't have the nicest nickname, <laughs> no. but that's because he comes in as shit is going down. Yeah. And helps, but he can't yeah. save everything. So he's involved in like all these horrific things, but he didn't like cause them. Yeah. I don't know. I like the dinner scene and the morale. Like, I think it's a good mm-hmm. scene. But you still see her, like, she's still trying to get away. She's yep. like the poison She's literally trying to and... kill him in his face. Yeah. <laughs> in his face. At least she doesn't do it behind his back. <laughs> Instead of just, like, plotting to blow up the whole city, she's literally, like, shooting things at him. I don't know. Like, she tricks him to take her out to dinner, and then she pulls this. I also like, though, just before they go out to dinner, like, Rose and... Mickey go off and stuff, and the doctor's like creepily like watching her, like on the, <laughs> like I don't know, it's like CCTV feed or whatever. And I was yeah, like, like surveillance. I'd say yeah, it's like mm, you're so jealous. Like you guys are all jealous of each other. You have a lot of it's, issues. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is like has their pros and cons. Yeah. I guess. When it's it comes to funny. Rose, they're all fighting over Rose, basically. I know, but then Rose, like, as soon as the doctor, like, finds some of his almost companions, as I'm going to call them from now on, mm-hmm. we see him in a couple episodes with Linda, and she's like, she gives that look, that look of, like, whoa. Whoa now. Picking up new girls. <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Linda with a Y, not me, though. Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> Linda with an I is already... Um, I always get them. She got kicked out. I know one got kicked out. (laughs) I thought it was uh, suspicious how Jack was, like, working on the TARDIS while they were gone. And I was like, um... Do we trust him yet? Who taught him to, like, fix things on the TARDIS? Um, Okay, I'm going to answer your questions individually. Okay. Um, I think we trust... I mean, he tried... He did try and, like, not... He took the bomb away and, like, knew it was going to be his death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, bonded. I feel like you see through the relationships of the game they've been together long enough that there's trust formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for wait, now I forget the second part of the question. Why <laughs> does Jack know it? anything oh, about the tennis? Yeah. My answer to that is I have no answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I yeah, mean, when like the whole someone the comes whole along and point like, is that the only person that can fly it's the doctor. Like yeah. no one. Unless he tells Rose to, like, Rose touch or leave her. Yeah. But I don't think anyone until River yeah. comes along and actually flies the TARDIS. Yeah. And even then, he's like, what? 
Because he doesn't know her. I yet. know. <laughs> I'm so excited for the whole timeline. Yeah, no one else. Maybe Clara does at some point. Does she? Kind of. She does more, I guess. She does more than anyone else the does, com- which is weird. companions don't touch the TARDIS as much. Like, Rose does less than even, like, Amy, I think, maybe. I think he sometimes he's just, like, placating them, like, yeah, 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 do that thing and this thing while he's over there actually working the tournament. <laughs> like a child. Yeah. Like, play like with their field involved. Just, like, they're important. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was odd. He was, like, connecting things and, like, figuring out how to, whatever, well, I mean, to like, charge the TARDIS. like, he would have a better understanding of the TARDIS, obviously, than, like, Rose, but... The TARDIS is such a different beast than, like, just a spaceship. It's not just a machine. That's yeah. why, like, only the Doctor connects with her. I don't, <laughs> I don't know the answer to your question. <laughs> okay. How's that? Um, well, I was going to... I'm jumping back a little bit because it's yeah. important to me. Okay. Um, when they're in the diner, the four of them... Uh, Jack, Rose, Mickey, Doctor. Mm-hmm. Jack is telling that story. Yeah. And in that moment, I think back to the other story he told about ending up with the executioners in bed and stuff. Yeah. Why do we never get to see fun stories like that? Like, every Flash time Jack tricks. tells a story, I'm like, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always sad. He does that all the time. I'm, I've been rewatching Torchwood, too, so I'm very into Jack right now. But he does that a lot in Torchwood, too. Like I know. He just mentions fun things. And I mean, I understand the point of it, but I'm always like, but I want to see that. That sounds so awesome. <laughs> I know. And even, like, when uh, Rose is, so is telling Mickey about, like, the planet with the big yeah, frozen, the frozen waves. Yeah, like, the frozen waves. We never get to see them mind. just, like, exploring. Because we only see their, like, the deathly adventures. Which makes sense. Well, yeah, it's all about suspense and plot yeah. and stuff. But I know, sometimes I'm like, can nothing happen this episode? They just go to a really cool planet. They tried to do that in uh, season four with Donna. She's, like, at the spa, and he's like, I'm just going to take this train oh, and like, right. this tourist thing. And then it turns into, like, I know one of the, my favorite episodes. I know. <laughs> it's an episode you don't think's going anywhere. Except it's an episode, so you know they're not actually just going to chill. <laughs> Isn't there, like, fan fiction about these, like, side stories on the internet Probably. Oh, I'm sure that there Sexy is. Sexy fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, though, I bet people are doing that, like, taking little ideas. It does sound like a cool planet. And there's also, in the Doctor Who universe, the Who-niverse, mm-hmm. um, there's also, like, comics, audio plays, stories that are all, like, yeah. canon. So there are, like, more adventures than just the TV episodes. There's a ton of, like, the radio plays. Yeah. Because they were doing them between after original Who went off, but before this Who came on. Yeah. It never really died. It never died. It died, like, maybe in North America, but especially in Britain. Radio? Yeah. (laughs) Radio. That thing that we used to listen to. (laughs) Yeah, like, audio plays. Yeah. Oh. Like, they're with, like, voice actors doing the... Yeah. That's what I did in the car today. <laughs> you listen, listen to, to Doctor Who. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are we... So, I was going to talk about the end. Does anyone have stuff before that? Do you though? think Mickey made up that girlfriend, or was that real? I don't know. I think he definitely said that name because he knew it would piss Rose off. It she was like, out. what? Yeah. You don't even like that girl or something. <laughs> He's like, she got skinny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Poor Mickey. Well, I actually kind of like, 
for this. I was like, does anyone care about the Rose Mickey storyline in this? And then the more I watched it, I was like, I actually kind of do care about it. I Like, yeah. he is so heartbroken. Like, he's so true. He's like, I can't move on. Because you come back whenever you yeah. feel like it. And, you know, as soon as you call, I like, come running. Mm-hmm. You know? And I felt like he so gets fucked over by this whole <laughs> doctor thing. Yeah, but he gets to live with his grandma again or something. Yeah, he gets to go into the parallel world. I know, but I just she... mean, like, talk about upsetting your life. I mean, we like to think about, it like, oh, I'd love to go on the TARDIS, but imagine if it was, like, your best friend or, like, your significant other or that sort of thing, like... Yeah, I'd love that... to go on the TARDIS, but are you willing to give up everyone in your life? Yeah, or, like, what if it wasn't you, it was someone you were close to? Like, how... I'd be like, bitch, you are not going without me. <laughs> I wouldn't be like Mickey, I wouldn't chicken out. No, I know. I And he's special because he got the option, but, like, Jackie didn't get that option. Just you know? no one wants Jackie I know, but, like, you know, it's hard for them. It's yeah. It's shitty. At least she does come back. That's true. Once in a while. She could just... That first, like, accidental 12 months was harsh. <laughs> But, um, they're playing a little bit better after that. But yeah, it's still, like, maybe, like, at least a year between her visits. Yeah. When really, it could be, like, five minutes. Like, come on. I know. (laughs) But I guess they want to keep it somewhat, like, realistic to her time passing. Yeah, I don't think... she doesn't show up five minutes later, she's, like, 30 years old. Yeah, plus, like, it would, you know... Eventually... You wouldn't get any character development out of Mickey and Jackie if you did that. Yeah. So... There would be none of that story, really. Yeah. I don't know. <gasps> Poor Mickey. Poor Mickey. <laughs> okay, so what's... How does this end? It ends deus ex machina with the heart of the TARDIS suddenly saving them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lame cop-out. But I think they did it because it gets you ready for the... Because then they can explain for the season finale. Yeah. But, but, yeah. The whole <laughs> issue of the whole episode was, like, is he going to take her to her and death? They, and he just gets out of it. Yeah, you know. and they just get out of it with, like, hmm, everybody lives. <laughs> Except she reversed she to an egg. Yep. And now she can be a good person. Or Slithine, a bad person. Not a person, technically. Blonde. Slithine is her family, though. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. Falcatorius is her planet. So. Yeah. Maybe they're all really nice, and that's why they have, like, such a harsh punishment, because it's so rare. Well, mm-hmm. I think that family says, is just a like, bad he, family. Apparently, like, that was a big part of it, right? Was she was born into, like, a murder family. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's not my favorite ending, but I, having seen, of course, like, the next episodes, I understand why they did it, because it yeah. preps you for Rose's actions in the finale. Yeah, this is the first mention of, like, the heart of the I know, it wasn't even a thing Like, we're before. saying it needs to recharge on, like, energy from a rift scar, <laughs> and now it has the heart of the TARDIS, which in Cause the it's a living finale thing. is also described as the time vortex. Yeah. Like, they just can't make up their mind how the TARDIS works. <laughs> <laughs> There's something powerful in there, we can it, agree on that. And that it's living, that it's not yeah. just a... Yes. Circuit. Which always makes interesting. Whenever they bring up, like, the TARDIS as kind of her, uh, its own character. Yeah. As, yeah. And not just in that one specific no, episode they where do. she is. Yeah. But it, I always like that. Because, really, if you think about it, the TARDIS is his, 
like number one companion. Of course, yeah. No one will ever come before the TARDIS. No. His like love of his life is the TARDIS. Although, yeah, I would argue in the finale of this, he gives that up for Rose, sends her away in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that may be okay. We'll get to that <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Okay. Um, how points about some points? Yeah. Um, obviously, there's another blood blood wolf. <laughs> I'm so good at talking. Bad Wolf, which is Blyde Droog in Welsh. Yes. She just randomly picked those words. I think that would be an indication of something's going wrong when you name a nuclear power plant bad something. <laughs> yeah, and that one, the doctor's starting to notice them more. Like, yeah. he's giving them, like, in that one, he really looks at it, right? And well, that's the first time they're like, hey, I've this seen that come lots up. of times. Yeah. And, you, you know, he's sort of like, what is happening? And then he does a thing where he's really serious for a second. Then he's like, I don't know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he well, you know he's him. still thinking about it. He just files it in the back of his mm-hmm. head and puts on his happy face. He's, yeah. He does a, a lot. He does it in the finale, too, where he just yeah, with Rose. snaps out of it to, like, trick people. Um, yeah. I also want to mention uh, they are in Cardiff, which... Yes. Um, is a little bit of like an inside joke for the series because that's where everything's filmed in and around Cardiff, even though it's usually set in London. In London. And it, the old series was too. It's kind of like a tradition thing. So they actually like set this in Cardiff and gave Cardiff like an important thing with yeah. the riff. Um, and they land the TARDIS near the Millennium Center, which is near like, um, you see like the big building and then this the kind of... Watery um, the waterfall thing. The waterfall thing. Yeah, and the... Not center. Monument? Monument. Um, which, if you uh, go and watch Torchwood series, you see that Torchwood, where Jack works, is actually underneath, underneath that, that waterfall. Yeah. So, I just like seeing that, and I was like, oh, yeah, because I was kind of watching Torchwood at the same time as I'm yeah, catching on Yeah, they do try and... and tie the stuff together pretty yeah. well. Yeah. So, just a little... Well, clearly fun. Jack liked it when he was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like... We're working on Rift stuff in Cardiff. I'd like it underneath this, please. Yes. Because <laughs> in my opinion, he got to do everything. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. He's like, this is where I'd like to put it. I don't think he builds the actual well facility. I was going to talk about this more like in the finale, like what happens to Jack after yeah. his ultimate Well, yeah, we're not going to. We'll catch up on that. Um, <laughs> all right, science fact or fiction. There wasn't much, really, that no. I had problems with. You're... The only thing is the timeline and... Yeah. Yeah. My thing was, they're building it in a fucking city center. Yeah, my issues weren't really uh, science fiction stuff, but more practical (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Of, like, her being mayor and, like, building this thing in the city. Like, it's not... It doesn't even... Based on, like, the plan and the model you see, it's not even, like, the outskirts of the city. It's, like... Surrounded. Like, that would not happen. Yeah. I'm sorry. There was, I feel like this episode was just a bunch of, like, random stuff they just threw together to get to get this mm-hmm. sort of morality discussion in there. Yeah, but they don't pay it off get, in the end. Yeah, and just to get, you know, get Mickey in there one last time. Like, just to get a bunch of stuff in before the Definitely. finale. And it just seemed kind of lame. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So this episode's confidential episode was all about violence and death in Doctor Who, which is not so much violence, but there is a lot, a of, lot of death. Yeah, either from bad guys or almost like 
doctor the doctor never directly like kills anyone but he no but he, he abandons can, people to death yeah i would say like he could be like a catalyst for people dying sometimes yeah. and yeah sometimes as you say like i mean he leaves at the end of all of these adventures so mm-hmm. and he comes into situations that are already bad so he's like always surrounded by death yeah but yeah they were just talking I about i would say the violence is gratuitous though on the show no no, no. violence isn't bad just deaths yeah. like the Dalek going around, like, zapping everyone. Not violent, but still a lot yeah. of death yeah. on screen. Yeah. Just fall over, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, could yeah. I think they can get away with that, though, because it's not, like, gory and yeah. stuff. And mm-hmm. they can do that because it's science fiction. So aliens can kill in whatever way they come up with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the Dalek zapping you doesn't, like, cause... If, it, if you cause, like, an ex- your head to explode and guts went everywhere, you wouldn't... Uh, like, it would be a very different show. Yeah. It's like, it's a kid's show. They still want to have, like... Sh- that's how you show somebody's bad by them killing. Yeah. But also, you don't want the whole episode to just be gore. You just show, like, the... the bones. The skeleton. The green. <laughs> zapping. Yeah, that's a cool effect that they make. I did like that. When you see their skeletons. Yeah. And it gets, like, better. And it makes As sense. Special down. effects get yeah. better. It looks really cool. Yeah. Alright, so that's about it for this episode. Grades. Final thoughts. Grades. What would we grade it, Linda? I'm going to say, now that I'm reading your grades, my <laughs> grade B minus. change. Okay, yeah. B minus. B minus. Less than average. Yeah. The Celine, whatever, pronounce Celine. it. Celine. Yeah. Yes, we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that did. That did the minus for me. But overall, it was an okay episode. Yeah. Minus. I just parts. gave it a B. <laughs> Yeah. B is, like, average. I'm like, it's a Doctor Who story. There was enough good stuff, like, in the beginning and the whole issue that they were trying to touch on with the morality of bringing someone to their death. And But overall, lame episode. Yeah. Um, I B, B my... I'm right in that kind of wheelhouse. It's not my favorite. It's not one that I go back and I'm like, I must rewatch Boomtown. Like, yeah. that's never going to come out of my mouth again. Sure. <laughs> um, the one thing we didn't talk about was the compression issue with the arm, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I just... I really hate the Slitheens. So as soon as I see them, I, it, I'm out, pretty much. Like, it's almost unfair. But I love, like, the relationship stuff so much that I'm like, fine. It's fine, a, I will It had it. some redeeming <laughs> qualities, but an overall kind of lame story. Yes. All right, let's move right along then. Uh, we're Indeed. Into the <laughs> let's move along. Two-part finale, although to me it doesn't feel like a two-parter because there's yeah, so different. They're much more like disparate episodes than some of the two-parters. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so season one, episode 12, Bad Wolf, finally. <laughs> June 11th, 2005, written by Russell T. Davies. Jack, the Doctor, and Rose have been kidnapped and forced to play terrible and deadly games. But what happens to the bodies of the murdered contestants? And what sinister plot do the games hide? Ooh. Yep. It's reality shows to the extreme. <laughs> yeah. I was not a fan of that whole thing. I liked it. Yeah, I'm kind of right in the middle. So I think maybe the first time I saw, I thought it was kind of amusing. I don't. And now later on, I'm like, this Mm. has nothing to do with the story. Let's get to like the Daleks (laughs) and shit going on. For me, like I liked the fact that you come in and it starts with like them in game shows. Like you you don't get the lead up to that. Yeah. And I like entering a story when stuff's already happening and having to catch up because it it snaps me to attention. 
That's true. I'm like, what is happening? Did I miss something? Did I miss something? Why are we in a game <laughs> show? <laughs> so, I don't know. I like that aspect of it. Yeah. I did kind of like when she was playing The Weakest Link because there were all these weird questions about <laughs> all these different galaxies and stuff. And there were a few, like, mentions of there's a little torchwood thrown in there. Yeah. So, that's kind of cool. But where it was built and stuff. And the, mm-hmm. she's so excited when she gets the face of Bo question, yeah. right? Yeah. The face of Bo! <laughs> I do the same thing. I feel like I actually know something. Oh my god, she, don't kill me. Yeah, by then she knows what she's playing for. I know. <laughs> Plus it's the face of Bo. He comes back so a lot mm-hmm. in the, these couple next episodes. Mm-hmm. Didn't we see like his picture hanging in the hallway or something in this episode? The doctor? No, the face of Bo. His picture? I still don't Last know. time they were on the satellite, the face of Bo was on the news. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been it. Yeah. You do see on the wall, Bad Wolf Corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's pretty in your face. Yeah, but you still don't find out what Bad Wolf is until next episode, even yeah. though this episode's called Bad yeah, Wolf. Yeah, and he thinks it's... Uh, once he finds out the dogs are behind it, he's like, why did you do that? And it wasn't even them. Nope. Spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> That's why this episode, I'm like... Get through this. I want to get to the good stuff well, in the next one. Yeah. I I guess my... Like, I don't really have the same issue. I don't really mind the game show stuff, but I feel like the first three quarters of this episode is the game show plot, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's just so separate from, like, the shit that they deal with once they get out of the game. Yeah, that's why... I, that I feel... I always like feel slightly, just... like, disconnected. Like, yeah. those parts are disconnected. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of like... Three quarters of an episode, and then an episode and a quarter. Yeah, that's where the divide is. (laughs) Kind of thing. Um, And I think if they had done, like, a reality show episode where they just, like, they use that and it was just, like, a Mm one-off, we'd look at it differently. Because you wouldn't be like, come on, I know that, like, this is the finale and we're Mm -hmm. getting to the big stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my issue. I'm just kind of, it's kind of like a silly one-off idea stuck into, like, a really important story. Yeah. And you just kind of did that for fun to, like, make fun of current reality show stuff. Yeah. A typical Davies cultural extreme Yeah. Thing. Like, he's done that. He's doing that with this. He did that last time they were on Satellite 5 with the news being so, like, controlled and weird. And then he did that with Cassandra to be well, like, comment on skinny mm-hmm. actresses. Like, yeah. he likes to take kind of cultural current things and see how extreme but like, be in the future. I mean, reality shows are kind of going that way, especially like, you get like the weird Japanese shows that oh, are like, yeah, oh, they're nuts. <laughs> ridiculous. And like, I watched last week tonight with John Oliver and he was talking about how in Thailand they like love, or not Thailand, in is it Thailand? Japan. <laughs> no, it wasn't Japan. Oh, I hope I don't. I think it's Thailand. They like love Hitler and Hitler imagery and stuff. Like, ironically? <laughs> I don't think... Like, the way we love Kim Jong-un or whatever? Yeah. Um, I think kind totally. of, because, like, they don't really study world history, apparently, so, like, they don't have the context for, like, okay. the deeds he did, but there's, like, now they're, like, there's a... And there's, like, a reality show launching called, like, 1939, I forget what country, where, like, people have to live as though they're hiding from the Nazis and stuff. Like, oh, so, my God. And I just watched that, like, two days ago, and then I was, like, redoing this episode, so I was like, I can kind of see where he's going with this. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> reality shows, like, to the extreme. I was like, I feel like we're there. Like, as soon as you bring World War II into it, I'm kind of, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. ridiculous stuff. So this was literally the Daleks. Like, I kind of didn't understand why I... they were just messing with the humans, like putting them in reality shows and killing them off or whatever they're doing, or not because it was a well, trans map. Mm-hmm. But and that's his like with their plan, they could have just taken the humans. There's no need for the reality. I show. know it's so entertainment. I know, but they're Daleks. They just want to wipe everyone out. Why are they playing with humans? Well, in this mm. case, they need them. We find out next episode. What do like, they, they need them for? They use their bodies. They turn them into Daleks. Oh. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to this. So, like, that's why they get <laughs> transmatted from the games to the spaceship, oh, and that's what they're they're building their army from. That's the whole they hate themselves. Again, that's human still flesh. very... Yeah, that's not very Dalek to create themselves no. out of humans because they want to be pure. It's not. <laughs> okay. And then the Emperor goes into the whole thing about it. The truth. <laughs> you skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's probably yeah. half paying attention. So, but like, part. I still don't. I I don't know. I don't really understand the need for a game show to be like the in between of that. Maybe they're just letting the humans do their thing and like incorporating their yeah yeah way to get them like into because it, so it like upsets the Earth less and they can stay hidden and yeah that's you know, their sneaky thing. Their long game. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, did I write that down? I think you did. I did. Oh, maybe, maybe it's in the, the next, next episode. episode. Yeah. Because before he knows it's a Daleks, he says someone's been playing the long game, which is the name of that episode the last time they were on Satellite, on Satellite 5. 5. Oh. So we were like, does it make sense with that episode, the title? But now it's like... It makes sense It was to the, the beginning of the long game. Which also, last time they were there, the Doctor just left, like, kind of... Fix stuff, he said. And then he he said left. that the Earth would correct itself. Like he just said that. I yeah. think I talk about like he never thinks about his long term consequences from his visits because yeah. like Linda was like, yeah, well, all of our news programming just went out at once. We had no communication mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Like you brought down pretty much our whole communication system, international communication system, and you just left. Yeah. Like, he got there and realized he didn't think about that. Wrong. He just figured that the humans would correct themselves. Well, they're stupid little apes. Apes made of clay, or however you describe them. That's what happens when you take TV away from the humans. Yeah. Like a fucking nuts. <laughs> 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 and then when we bring it back, it's really killing each other. <laughs> oh, it's pretty. I can't so... progress without TV. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, I think it's so unfair that Rose gets the fucking weakest link with these like questions and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like if she had ended up in Big Brother, she would have been like, oh, she whatever. You know what I mean? She's very likable. Yeah, yeah, but they put her in this thing, and they're like, what the blah blah. And I'm like, of course Rose would end up there. Yeah, <laughs> and of course Jack gets the one where he gets to get naked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm okay what with was that. that. Called it was something funny. Did they defabrication? Name it? Yeah, defabrication. Oh, <laughs> Well, he, and he touches the robots her boobs. Why do <laughs> robots like my, have boobs? That's my favorite thing. And I was like, of course, Jack. Like, oh my god. Oh my and god. then he pulls a gun out of who His knows where. That's the assumption, right? Yeah. We, we don't want to know where it came from. Yeah, they actually shot the scene with, like, a wider shot where you did see his butt. Yeah. And then the BBC wouldn't let them use it. I know. He got naked and everything for us. Yeah. Damn. I know. Well, I mean, it is supposed to be, like, a children's yeah, yeah. show. Who cares? I want to see his butt. <laughs> well, oh, no, they blurred it out for confidential. Yeah. I'm sure you can see his butt somewhere else. I'm like, sure. John Berriman is 
not that different from Jack, I think. No. It's, like, super gay and, like, <laughs> would love to get naked, I'm sure. Well, he's, like, so confident, though, on the show. He's like, so I'm naked in front of millions of people? Yeah. Like, your mm-hmm. ratings just went up, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah, Jack. He <laughs> fucking loves it. How do you really feel about Until yourself? they want to take his face out. <laughs> and he's less okay with it. I know. At first, he's like, this is cool. Who cares about where Dr. and Rose are? Like, yeah. I'm on this fun reality pampering. show. And I get to, like, try on clothes and get But he's naked. so, like, quick. He, like, switches as soon as he needs to yep. and, like, fucks shit up. Yep. He can have fun while still, like, being on. Yeah. I mostly just say I found the game show, like, a really long setup to get to the... Mm-hmm. I, do, I do. I feel like it should have been a separate episode. It was fun. It would have been fun if it was just its own thing, but... They were trapped in Game Station. Yeah. It's very, like, uh... Uh, that tr- tr- show, the, the sh- Matrix incoming game oh. <laughs> warning incoming cartoon from like nineteen eighties nineties. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm pretty much done with this episode. <laughs> I found it interesting. Like uh, the doctor's talking, and he said, "All I'm after is the quiet life," and I'm like, I'm like yeah. "Bullshit! I call bullshit." <laughs> You well, know? if you think about it, often it's the TARDIS taking him to these places. I know, but he gets there, like, uh, like episode three, when he, like, hears the screams from the theater, and he's like, oh, goody! Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. excited, so, bullshit. I don't like Quiet it. life, after I, I save the world it. every friggin' day. And then, you know, with Linda, he's pretty much found another companion. So he's picking up companions. I know. Usually pretty little girls. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cool. Sweet and nice. <laughs> all right i'm done <laughs> yeah we'll get through this one quickly points of note um there's a lot of little fun things in that weakest link game mm-hmm. uh this is the first mention of torchwood which um is it? it is because imdb trivia said so okay um <laughs> i feel i thought that there was one before but i, I could just be mm, making that this is what it said i don't know um yeah, if you didn't know, Torchwood, the, like, word to use it as something, came about because it's an anagram of Doctor Who. Doctor Who, Who yeah. So they would I love use that. it. To, Smart. Yeah. They use that to, like, label the tapes and stuff, because you have to use a code thing so people don't steal your Doctor mm-hmm. Who tapes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what point they decided to use it and create the Torchwood Institute, but I guess maybe by now they had decided because they threw it in there. But then what do you label the Torchwood tapes? <laughs> uh um, so the question was, what old Earth Institute was the Great Cobalt Pyramid built on? Torchwood. So that's yep. the first mention of it, and you see that it's an old Earth Institute. Yes. Uh, also in the game, a question about the face of Bo. Yep. He's the oldest inhabitant of the Isop galaxy. Yep. Fun the face of Bo. We learn more about him early on in season two. The first yeah. episode <laughs> of season two, so... I feel like maybe that's... I don't know. I like I like the face of Bo. He's a very mysterious character. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Bad Wolf references everywhere. It's yes. the corporation running Satellite 5. And... Oh, yeah, that's where Oh, I this is where he, mm, Okay. <laughs> he says someone's been playing the long game. Yes. Which is a reference to the title of the episode when they were last on the satellite. Yep. Science Factor Fiction. My only issue was... The game shows, like, they haven't even really, some of them lasted this long, like a decade, let alone 200,000 years. Maybe. I just think there would be different. They brought back the weakest link as, like, retro game night. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. There's not, 
I understand that, but I feel like they had to use something, like, recognizable, maybe. Yeah, I get it. It just makes it very dated, this episode. Yeah. Because, like, even watching now, like, if someone was watching Doctor Who for the first time now, they would be like, what? They wouldn't get the, like, joke as much of, like, using current game shows Mm -hmm. in the future. They would be like, these are just new game shows. (laughs) Like, they don't get it. I'd agree with that. Uh, So, in Confidential... I already mentioned John Barrowman's bum. Um, <laughs> of course they, he did. <laughs> they showed um, how they got the guy in the android suit, which I didn't understand why they even had to put him in the suit. It was just like a big robot. It didn't even move like a human. And then for the close-ups, they must have had a different head with a gun coming out of her mouth. I assume so. Like, the, like she moves her head. That's about it, yeah, right? Yeah, just the and whole she, thing. Moves. I think she might, like, roll forward or whatever like once but she yeah. doesn't it's not a lot of movement there's no arms or yeah so i thought it was weird when they like made a huge deal about how this guy had to wear this really yeah apparently thing. he looked in distress <laughs> and i was like why is he even inside there there's no human movement to it i guess it's easier than making it mechanical but she literally didn't do anything like it was I'm sure more they simple thought than a about it, like what would be the easiest way. I don't know. I was like that poor guy. I'm sure like, they didn't just do it to all, like laugh at him. Well, like, I'm thinking like that poor guy is in so <laughs> much so pain. He was an intern all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. Like it, it's pretty. Br- if you watch Confidential, putting on this helmet, it's pretty it's, like brutal. super tight and weird. And yeah. I was like, that like if you watch the episode, I would never have thought that there was a person in there. No, because it's not moving. Anyway, I thought it was funny they showed. Um, you know, it's behind the scenes stuff. Billy Piper coming up and taking a picture of the android with her little flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, ah, oh, 2005. Oh, flip phone. <laughs> and also, it's just cool to see, like, the actors, like, getting excited, excited about, about it. Like, seeing the Daleks and, like, seeing these things. And they're yeah. like, I like when they cool. show that stuff, you know. Because I'm like, I'm excited. I'm glad, like, it's just that they love the show, that they're not just, mm-hmm. like, showing up and being, okay, let's work. No, yeah, they're really excited about, like, what's going on and costumes and stuff. Um, and the kind of theme of that episode of Confidential was, like, the international love of Doctor Who, how it's spread to the States, there's conventions, um, even when it was off our TVs, it lasted through, like, audio plays and comics and stories and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Everyone does. I love it. We saw it at Comic-Con, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so final grade... Um, I'm gonna go with, a uh, B. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So, we're all Same pretty... Z. Just average. It's, yeah. There's things I like and things I don't like. Yeah. It's, if it... I think if it was just reality show stuff, I I wouldn't have really liked it, but it was kind of part of a bigger thing, so... Well, and it teases the bad wolf reveal, and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't okay. know. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I like the next one far better than that one. Yes. So. All right. Season one, episode 13, The Parting of the Ways. I'm so excited. Okay, oh let's go. <laughs> All right. So much stuff happened. June 18th, 2005. <laughs> written by <laughs> Russell G. Davies. The Dalek fleet is poised to destroy the Earth, and only the Doctor, Rose, Jack, and a band of television producers <laughs> can stop them. Mm-hmm. And uh, contestants. Not yeah. just producers. Let's not lie here, though. Ro- Rose saves the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's of really any help except 
Jack. Yeah. Well, a few of them, like, shoot their guns and then they just get mad because they don't do anything. I guess we didn't really talk about the fact that, like... The Daleks were at the end of that one? Uh, yeah, and... Rose dies but doesn't wait, die. Rose dies? Like, that was... I mean, I know we know that she didn't die, but, like, at that moment, like, we didn't even talk about it. Like, that was a pretty... He's so heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, and this is the finale. Yeah. It from, could have if happened. If you were watching this into the, like, at the time, at the you time, might have been, been like, oh, like, shit, is this shit. how they're ending it? That's how we get rid of the first companion, a Dalek. Turned to Or dust. a beam from the android's mouth. The weakest mm-hmm. link. You know. Ah, oh, the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I miss that show now. <laughs> now we're like, Watching on, it again, that. I was like, I like the system of, like, how you, have, like, you go up in numbers and you have to bank. Dang. Yeah. And save it before well, someone stupid so much gets one wrong. strategy be- between, like, voting people off in terms of, like, smart people you want to take money, but you don't want to go up against them in the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thinking man's trivia game. Maybe they will bring it back. <laughs> this- For 200,000 years. Yeah. So, we kind of start off with him going to save Rose. Is that the... I always forget where the end is. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like we said, there's like the reality show episode, and then there's the rest of it. Yeah. So, I think the last one ended. He figured out. We see Rose is still alive on the Dalek. And ship. he's like, "I'm coming to save you." Yes, that was a nice end. Yeah. And then he goes and saves her. Yeah. I think there... every time I see the episode, I find the inside of the ship looks Dalek-y. I never really thought about it before, but then it does have... all the circles and stuff. It reminds me of the outside of the Daleks. Well, yeah, and I said the Daleks have quite the eye for style because their ship is, like, their style. Um, the, like, android and the other two robots were, like, the same shape as Daleks. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything they do has, like, their style to yeah. it. They care about two things, <laughs> extermination and style. <laughs> well, they think Dalek is, like, the best thing in the world, so they also want everything to look to Dalek. To be in their image. Mm-hmm. It makes, yeah. I guess, if in that sense. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I'm like really you styled your the inside of your TARDIS after your your greatest enemy. That's I know like they talk about in one of the earlier confidentials are going for like a organic. a organic feel with like the pillars, but really it reminds me more of a Dalek than anything else. Yeah. They mention the oncoming store nickname in this. Yes. And it's not very nice, but it's pretty badass if you're like, I'm the oncoming storm, bitch. Well okay. to his enemies he is. Yeah. Depends what side you're on. I suppose that is true. With the doctor, because it comes up again in later seasons that to most of the universe, he is like the oncoming storm, destroyer of worlds. Like, almost they see him as like a bad because there's so many species that he's like wiped out or he's like going up against. Yeah. So it's only the humans that he's like the savior to. (laughs) Everyone else is like assholes. And eating, so. <laughs> Apparently, we're the only race that's not worthy. We we kill each other, sure, but we don't try and kill everyone else because we're so behind. I know we're just silly little humans stuck. But on But there Earth. must be other races that are as defenseless as us, like that are as far behind. Yeah, remember that episode where they're in the hotel, the creepy oh, hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that yeah. one guy that race that just. Um, <laughs> Gets defeated all the time. Oh, Surrender, like, yeah, their main trait. Know, that's their trait. <laughs> it's like, they're sad. It's like, yeah. oh, I see by your quick surrender that you're from this planet. <laughs> it's like, yep, most invaded planet in the system. <laughs> so weird. Uh, cute. All I mean, right, so Daleks have 
The Emperor of the Daleks? Yeah, we meet the Emperor of the he Daleks. He calls himself, like, the Dalek God. Because there's different important Daleks in Who history. Because then there's, like, Davros. The creator of the, the Daleks. The creator of the Daleks. And this guy is not the creator of the Daleks. He's the Emperor of the Daleks, but he did create these specific Daleks. He's, like, one <laughs> that slipped through the time war and created a bunch more. Out of humans. Yeah. yeah. And declared himself God. Which I think is terrifying. Like, the Daleks single-mindedness with some sort of religious belief is, like, even more terrifying. Because now they're not just acting on this one, like, must-kill-everything, but now they have someone telling them what to do with, like, a belief system. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very... Yeah, as soon as you add belief system into it, it's... It's fucked up even, like, when humans do it with Daleks who like to kill people get some sort of sense of, like, right quote, like, right and wrong, or, like, blasphemy, he says, something is blasphemy, and I was like, yeah. that's, like, getting, like, weird, like, the worst of human traits. And he calls, he calls the doctor the heathen, and... Yeah, it is, like, weird, like, creepy, like, intense religious stuff. Yeah. I, I was gonna say, like, um, when they're talking, when they've gone to Rescue Rose and they're talking about it, and they talk about how it's humans, because they're being the transmitted there off if they lose games. Mm-hmm. And then they're being turned into Daleks, and the doctor's like, but how could you, because you're all about purity and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I have removed every human part of them. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Okay. And he's like, none of that is left. I have created pure Dalek. And I'm like, okay, dude. Take it down or not. <laughs> and the doctor's like, you ha- they hate their own existence because, you know, because they're human and stuff. And I thought that was a little, like, Every time something like that said, I feel like he kind of feels that in some way just because of, like, his masterful mm-hmm. survivor's guilt that he has. Yeah. There is a lot of parallels with the Daleks and the Doctor. Yeah, for sure. He... But I think that's why, like, it's good and it gets interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. That they always come up against each other because he doesn't want to admit it, but he sees himself in them. Yeah. And they're, in a way, they're, like, single-mindedness. He always wants... They want to destroy everything. He wants to save everything. Yeah. Uh, so Jack is down there rallying the troops with everyone. I think it was weird to, producers. Roderick the asshole <laughs> being like, there's no Daleks. Yeah. Don't do it. Um... So I think the Doctor is always very against, like, soldiers and stuff. Like, Doctor himself never wants to gun. He doesn't want people saluting him. Um, I think most of that, though, is since the time war. Because isn't, in Old Who, he worked with Unit a lot more. Yeah, I think it is maybe a time war thing. But um, I just showed that Jack is the soldier that the Doctor never wants but sometimes needs. Mm-hmm. He never wants, like, a soldier or, like, to be a leader of an army but sometimes you need that in these situations. You need someone to, like, be kind of a military leader and, like, suit people up and, like, get in there. Yeah. And Jack can be that. Plus, he's pretty. I, <laughs> the main <Follow> point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He's a pretty soldier. And I said, like, this is the part I really didn't like Roderick. That's the, the guy that was on the weakest link in one over Rose. He just wanted his money. But I said, like, as much as I think he's kind of being just, like, he's... He seems to just be an asshole. He's like, I want you because you, you're, you're stupid, stupid and I want to beat you. And then he's all like, where's well, I mean, my credits? Where's my cre-? Your life is on the line. I understand that. And also, <laughs> like, when Jack is trying to rally the troops and he's like, no, there's no dogs. I think that really shows, like, 
our humanity in terms of when we fear something that much, we just deny it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just don't want to admit that. It's trying to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out for him? Not great <laughs> in the end. Although, to be fair, everyone who volunteered died too, so did it matter? No. <laughs> yeah. And then she, like, she's like, I bring life only to Jack. <laughs> Not to anyone else who died for I the cause. But More maybe... important. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I don't know why that is, though. They she weren't was just as good looking. He was on her mind. Maybe. And she has all this power. It just I, goes where her mind is. I didn't think about this until now, but that, like, controller mm-hmm. person reminds me of the thing in Battlestar Galactica and also the guys in the Matrix. Like, I feel like that's such a, like, scene sci-fi thing with all the, like, tubing yeah. and stuff like that. That's true. That was a... We didn't mention her. That was a cool... The controller, yeah. ...character where she, like, used the solar flare to get her message. Like, she's, oh, she's the one smart. who brought... Yeah. yeah, she brought them there. Yeah. She's, like, kind of used to be a human, but it's, like, when they were there last time at Satellite 5 when the people are using their own brains as, like, processors. She's that to she's, the extreme, yeah. yeah. They now just use the one pro- person mm-hmm. that's, But like, she has enough of her own mind to... To bring them there. Yeah. In time for the solar flare so she can and tell to them. to defy her masters. Yeah. She's pretty badass in that respect. I mean... Yeah. She, like, helped save the world by sacrificing herself. Or I risking herself. she was herself. evil at first. Yeah, well, she, well, you don't really know, right? Yeah. And yes. she looks so creepy. Like, you're like, that can't be good. And she's controlling all these death games, so... Yeah. She was working for the Daleks who were evil, so... Yeah. I don't know. She's cool. Rose is super jealous of Linda. <laughs> There's a couple times she flashes the eye. Yeah, she gives her, like, stink eye. Stink eye. <laughs> the doctor's like, oh, yeah, for sure, Linda, and you're so sweet and all this. And Rose is just like, no. What the fuck? <laughs> Who's this bitch? Yeah. But they do that with each other. It's part of their thing. Mm-hmm. So... The doctor gives another excuse about timeline stuff. And she's like, um, by the way, there's a TARDIS right there. Why don't we just, like, go back five minutes and, like, fix this? And he Mm -hmm. says, once the TARDIS lands, it's part of the timeline. I hate when he does shit like that. I mean, no matter what, the timeline is always going to be a point of contention throughout this entire podcast run. Because (laughs) the rules are different every time it comes up. Mm -hmm. It's... He literally, just a few episodes, went back on his own timeline with, to with, see her dad. To see her dad, exactly. The TARDIS didn't land, then. Yeah, did. How else did they get there? Joking. Um, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what... I don't know. I'm just... It bugs one of me. the many excuses to why they can't fix something. I know. Well, but when, when the TARDIS is brought up, that's when the whole, like, he's like, we could just go. Like, we could go. You didn't ask us to need to go. Mm-hmm. She's like, Thanks. she's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't leave. And he's like, yeah, but you could have asked. And she's like, I wouldn't ask. Cause, <laughs> and I like that. That shows why they're the perfect, like, doctor companion thing. They both have the same, like, intentions. Yeah. That's why, that's what makes a good companion right there. Yeah. Pretty much. Because it's, like, probably true of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to agree with, like, his... Well, they don't always agree with his way of doing things. No, but when she gets crazy, they're not going to abandon ship. No, they're in it. 
Well, they trust him so much that even when they're like about to die, they're always like, "Oh, it's okay. He'll fix it." Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, imagine Adam in this situation, for example. Oh my god, he'd be like, "What can I steal?" (laughs) He'd be like, like, "Yeah, let's. I'm. Let's go. Let's let's go. Like, let's get in the TARDIS and and this and this. This might help me later. Okay, let's go." (laughs) Yeah. Where's Adam from? The one that we hate. Um, from. The last time we were on Satellite 5, the news program, oh, we found him in the bottom of Utah. 2012. <laughs> yeah. That guy. That, that guy. guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we all feel similarly about <laughs> yeah. the big groan. But, you know, he does send her away. Yeah, so the doctor, I think he can be a very good actor slash liar, because you see, as he's, like, working on this plan. The Delta Wave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you see it in his face for, like, just a second that he realizes, like, we're fucked. Yep. And then so quickly he snaps into, like, happy mode. He's like, Rose, you're a genius. We're going to fix it. And, like, gets her in the TARDIS yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he's out of the TARDIS, his face falls again. And I'm like, God it's, damn, you're a good actor. That's, it's <laughs> so heartbreaking, though. Like, he loses, in that moment, he loses Rose and the TARDIS forever and is willing to just, he knows, like, it's pretty much the end of him and stuff, but and the protocol message, and he's like, "Move on, have a happy life." The TARDIS will just collect uh, dust on a corner, and I'm like, oh, "I have goosebumps talking about it." I'm upset. Like, <laughs> I know, maybe so sad. We said just leave it there and let her die. I know. And I'm like, no, the TARDIS. <laughs> sad. Rose is not happy about that shit. No. Yeah. I could care less about that section. Like, I just want her to get back. Yeah. I could, you know, with her and Jackie McGee. I feel like sometimes they try and infuse some humor in that part, and I'm like, this is not funny right now. <laughs> well, Rose, I think it's really harsh. First, she brings up that she met her dad. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. That really sets like, Jackie. By the way, Mom, remember that girl you saw? That was me standing over Dad as he died. <laughs> she doesn't say it like that, and Jackie, like, cries and runs away. It's like, whoa. Oh. And then she also says to Mickey, or kind of, like, in front of Mickey, well, there's nothing left for me here. And I was like, oh, that was harsh. Right to his face. Yeah. He knows. But it, in though. that moment, she's, like, so desperate to get back to the doctor. I think she didn't really mean, like, there's nothing. Like, I'm never coming back. She just meant, like, I will hate my life here if I don't have a chance to at least go away with him sometimes. Yeah. I feel like he understood that, though. Mickey? After she explained it a little bit better. Yeah. That, like, you know, you were on the TARDIS. Like, you know how it is. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, when she's t- Like, all I imagine when they're doing, like, the diner scene is, like, being a person in that diner and this girl's having, like, a flip out over yeah. there in the corner. He's but, dying. I mean, she's right, right? Like, he teaches you a better way to live your life. And, like... Oh, yeah, there's no, like, ugh, going back to your normal life under that. set and stuff. But in the end, they help her. They help her. They know that mm-hmm. that's the only way that she could live herself. She also tries to explain time. It's a good way of explaining time. Like, Doctor Who sense and, like, our linear version of it, right? Because they're like, yeah, but that doesn't happen. We're like... She's like, no, it's happening. Thousands right and thousands of yeah. years. She's like, it's happening at this moment. Time's not linear. Yeah. I'm just saying it's because, like, that's always well, just brought feels up. like it to like, her. It was just happening for her. Yeah. She can't, like, all of a sudden stop worrying about it because it won't happen for a million years. In her timeline... It, exactly. It's happening. But it's just one of those good little... I liked it. A little nod to... Mm-hmm. Timey-wimey. <laughs> Timey-wimey. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And then once she does get, like, she doesn't just, like, take the TARDIS back because she, like, takes in the TARDIS. Yeah. She doesn't, I, the she doesn't whole, know like, how to fly it to get it back. She, well, yeah, she doesn't. The TARDIS just the, takes TARDIS her knows. back. She, she telepathizes <laughs> with the TARDIS. Yeah, she's just, like, one with the time vortex, so she can just do whatever she well, wants. Well, and I think she knew, right, because she knew from when it, like, became an egg. She knows, like... You look in she thought she was going to become an egg. <laughs> no. no, I just mean, like, she knows that, like, the TARDIS gets inside you and stuff, and she knows that it there knows is the better. heart of the TARDIS now, and she knows that, like, it's a telepathic thing, so she, I think she was like, I just need to tell it that I have to go back, because she can't fly, and I think he just probably did, did something so that, even if she tried, she couldn't get the TARDIS yeah. back. because it was some emergency protocol. Yeah, manually, so... Goes and looks into the time vortex slash heart of the TARDIS, whichever one you want to go with at the moment. Yeah. I have an issue with that. So we're kind of skipping to the end, but she takes in the time vortex and does all this stuff, and then he's like, oh no, you're not meant to do that, you'll die, or whatever, and he like kisses it out of her. Yes. I'm okay um, with that. Yeah. But then he, <laughs> takes, he takes it in, and then he's able to like spit it back into the TARDIS. And then he has to regenerate, because it, like, killed him. Yeah. yeah. How did Rose handle it, then? I think, well, she was dying, and I think when he kissed it out of her, as we're gonna say now, <laughs> I think her. he, like, absorbed it all out yeah. of her, or whatever. I don't know. But she had it in way longer, and she's just a human, and he had it in for, like, a second, but it killed him. Like, he was in that body for a while, though. So I don't know what's more damaging. damaging. I, don't, I just didn't understand why, like, she walked away from it fine. He had I to want to say that it's because he took it in and he also was healing her while he did that somehow. Okay, good point. And <laughs> good point. <laughs> that, that all made him need to regenerate. Okay. I don't have an... I don't know. I didn't care at that point. <laughs> I was like... Rose is alive, so... Okay. Did I skip forward? I don't know. Was there anything else before the end we really wanted to talk about? Um, the, the Daleks' hands are like a Swiss Army knife of death because yeah. they like keep bringing up like different tools, like Didn't the blowtorch. Like oh I, I, it reminded me of a Swiss Army knife, and I was like, oh my god, Daleks are handy. Yeah, <laughs> and I, it's a good episode for seeing like. When he's talking to Jack and he's like, so you understand the decision I have to make. Either I kill everyone, but we get rid of the Daleks and I saved the galaxy, like the universe mm-hmm. from the Daleks. Or I save the Earth, but the Daleks... Yeah, it's you the, know. like, kill one to save a million. Yeah. Um, and he's like, these are the decisions that I face. Like, that's what makes him the doctor, is having mm-hmm. to face those decisions. It's, but it's he really lot, just man. wants a quiet life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just quiet life. <laughs> I don't know. It's good <sighs> good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so Jack gets killed by the Dalek, which she brings him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She destroys all the Daleks. She's the bad wolf. She is the bad wolf. She disperses it throughout time and space I to lead herself. I take you and turn you into atoms. To I didn't friend. understand that part. Which, like, <laughs> that she was the bad wolf all along. I thought that was, like, the TARDIS leaving her clues. Well, like, well, that was the TARDIS in her. When the TARDIS was in her, she was saying, I am the bad wolf. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing where, like, 
the stupid kind of time thing where the reason she used those words is because she already saw them, but she saw them because she sent them back in time. Yeah. It's one of the paradoxes. But I would also argue, because she's like, so that I will lead myself here. But, like, they were transmitted in by the the game lady Mm -hmm. with the tubes, and that would have led them there without the bad wolf shit, wouldn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I like, that was kind of a cop-out like to I, get them there in the first like, place. I like random. it as, like, a cool, like, I really enjoy that as, like, a, oh my god, like, it has to do with something, like, she spread the words out. Like, I like that, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't feel like it quite is perfect, but, like, I like the concept, I don't feel like it was executed to its fullest potential. Yeah, they just kind of got them there, the controller did it, so, Yeah, like, so what did bad, like... Yeah, what was it all for, anyway? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about regeneration? Oh, no, before we get to regeration. Okay. <laughs> also, when she's like, I turn you into atoms and all that, and like, yeah. we had just seen the um, uh, destructo beam, what's it called? The uh, defabricator? De- no, not the <laughs> defabricator um, when it was like, they thought it was killing people. The transmat. Disgenerator. Is that what it's called? Disintegrator. Disintegrator. <laughs> Thank you. The disintegrator beam, right? Okay. It's like the same thing, because it was all like, it takes you and breaks you into atoms, and she's all mm. like, I break you into atoms. You are tiny. I can see all of time. The ultimate burn. I think, I feel like the doctor is like, finally, you know what it's like in my head. I know. She doesn't really, like, remember it. Like, I know. I'm so sad that she doesn't remember it. That I'm, I didn't like that. Gave her brain damage. Clearly. <laughs> I can see all of the past and the future and what is That's a lot to have in your come. head, even as memories. Yeah. yeah, I guess. That's a lot. Well, that's the thing. I think he kissed that out of her. He had to. Sucked it he all out, even her memories. We killed him. <laughs> so she doesn't remember their first kiss either? No. Aww. Because he asks, or whatever, and he's like, oh, you don't remember and stuff. And she's like, I was at home? No, I was in the TARDIS? I don't know. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> But he's disappointed about yeah. that a little bit. I'm prepared to talk about regeneration. Okay. First, wait. Linda. <laughs> Linda, this is your first regeneration. Yeah. You need okay, to. Okay, <laughs> He was, like, saying his goodbyes to Rose, but he was like, I'll see you again, sort of thing. Yeah. And then he sort of, like, burned up. Like, his <laughs> face was, like, on fire and was doing all the crazy shit. I was like speechless. I didn't know what to think. I'm like, because I didn't know about regeneration at this point You must have a bit of a shock if you don't so know it's like, coming. You probably were like, well, what the fuck? Like, I knew, like, I like you see, like, Doctor Who and, like, the media, and there's always different Doctor characters, yeah. but, like, maybe, I don't know, I didn't know what to think, and I'm like, this is, like, because I really enjoyed this Doctor compared mm-hmm. to the next one. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. Everyone has different but. I was like, just, I just, my mouth was left open, I didn't know what to think, and then this other guy shows up, I was like, no! <laughs> no. I was disappointed. That's like, everyone's first reaction is like, no, I'm losing the doctor that I love. Yeah. And then you grow to love this one, and then it's all over again. Then no. as soon as you love him, they kill him. Yeah, yeah. Bring the next it's doctor. It's a roller coaster. It, <laughs> it feels every time. It feels like I f- I knew that I that tenant was coming, Me and too. I knew that he was a popular doctor. So I was like, okay, well, everyone likes him for a reason. Mm-hmm. But like, I loved 
Christopher Eccleston at that point, and when he regenerates, like, I was, you sit there and you're, you kind of get angry, and you're like, what the fuck is this? I'm not gonna like this new one. <laughs> I know, it's not just, like, killing off your favorite character of, like, your show, it's literally, like, replacing your favorite character with a slightly different mm. character yeah. and on you, the same, but, but And so you so kind right. of, like, hate the new, because you're like, you no, like you're, you're not, not the doctor, doctor, you know. What I, mean? <laughs> I love all all the four that we've seen so far, like um, Eccleston, Tennant, Smith, and Capaldi. I love all of them mm-hmm. very differently. Personally, I have like a almost creepy love affair with David Tennant. <laughs> so, like, it's not just from Doctor Who, but it's a large part. So, like, looking back on it and going back to it, I get excited by the regeneration yeah. because I've seen all the episodes and it's bringing in my favorite doctor. Yeah. But at the time I was not on board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I started watching it, I thought I was starting watching it with Tennant because he was the only one I'd seen, seen. reference to. So even at the beginning, I was like, this isn't my doctor. And I didn't even really know him. But then like you grow to love him. And then, so I had to go through the whole thing over again. It's like, okay, now it's this guy that, like, everyone loves, and I feel like I already kind of know him. Yeah. And, I mean... We're still sad about he is. the first one. The whole point is that he's the same but different every time, right? Like, every doctor has a different speech pattern and different, like, different qualities. Like, Capaldi's super dark compared to, like, all the other ones. Mm-hmm. And Tennant was very, like... I think they all have good humor and good, like, super dark Moments. For sure, I would agree because I think that's the doctor. Mm-hmm. But you know, they all they they all handle their personality like slightly different. You know, yeah. David Tennant, I, I feel like Tennant <laughs> talks more. Like Tennant will just like, blah blah blah. <laughs> like you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Sometimes and I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, but um, yeah. So my first time, I was like horrified. Mm-hmm. But now I'm excited because it's bringing in David Tennant episodes. Yeah, now I'm... I'm, I'm so excited! Oh my god. Okay, this is the first episode where I feel like we've had to ask this. Did anybody cry? No. Mm. No? Juliana. Just shock. I would say, um, I mean, I watched these again yesterday. Just, I know them, but just to be, like, really prepped. I didn't cry... I don't cry when I'm doing it for the podcast because I'm taking notes and I'm kind of thinking about things <laughs> mm-hmm. at the same time. I don't time to... You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I probably did the first time. I cry really easily. I cry like Tim Hortons commercials <laughs> at Christmas. So probably I welled up some. I think the first time I was probably more like Linda. I was just like confused a bit. I mean, I knew regeneration was happening at yeah. least. But I was just sort of like... Mm, change. I probably yeah. even wild up when Rose was disintegrated by Android. Oh, yeah. Like the episode <laughs> before. Like, I, it doesn't take a lot. Somebody's like, look, a cute puppy and a cancer patient. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So sad. I'm, so yeah, sad. I'm an easy crier, too. Like, some sentimental music in a scene when I'm watching. I'm like, oh, God, something's coming. <laughs> okay. I probably didn't, like, full-on cry, which I do in some episodes. But yeah. I, I mean, like, it's emotional. I probably weld. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Let's finish this up. Points yes. of note. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Jack. Okay. Let's do it. I've so, seen most of Torchwood, so... Okay. So, at the end of this episode, Jack gets brought back to life, and then they leave him there. Yeah, That was really sad. Well, they yeah. thought he was dead. They didn't purposely to be leave fair. him. But his okay. face when the TARDIS was leaving, I, I was like, know. Oh, I know. So... As far as Doctor Who, you don't see him again until season three when he jumps on the TARDIS and there's the whole end of the world thing. Yes. 
um, in between that, um, just give you a little bit of his very long story. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he uses that time vortex manipulator that he has on his wrist. Um, I forget if it's, he has to go back to the same place or he's trying to get back to basically the time and place they were like in Cardiff around the time 2000, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's off by about a hundred years. So he ends up in the 1800s in Cardiff And he, like, lives through that. At some point, Torchwood becomes aware that he seems to be dying and coming back, and so they kind of recruit him, almost against his will, and then maybe he wants to. And then he's, like, with Torchwood for, like, like 100 100 years. years, He wants to stay in Cardiff because he's waiting for the doctor to come back because he knows he'll come back there eventually. Because it has to recharge Mm -hmm. in the rift. (laughs) So, yeah, and then he's, like, running Torchwood, and if you want to watch Torchwood, the end of season one of Torchwood is when he runs off to go, because he hears the TARDIS. For season, has, in season three. In season three, yeah. With that episode, with the end of the world, blah, blah, blah. I guess the end of season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the end Yeah, of I think season one of Torchwood was season three of Doctor Who. Like, yeah, that's, that's how it Time up. period, yeah. yeah. And then... It, Torchwood's good, too. Like, it's... I mean, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so that's a little bit about what actually happens to Jack. Yes. As far as Doctor Who, you just think, you, oh shit, he's left there. But he's actually gone he's, back he's to He's actually Earth. immortal now. <laughs> he's he not just, he didn't just come back to life he's once. Immortal. He does not Did die. I not mention that, that he's immortal? made him immortal? <laughs> she yeah. brought him back to life for good. For good. So... Oh. Yeah. Did I not lead with that? He's no, immortal. You didn't he, lead with that. <laughs> he's you said he's immortal, but I didn't know like that was the whole. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, why he like goes back. He's off by about a hundred years. He has to just live through that. He is quite Rose alive. made him immortal, but yeah, um, slash the TARDIS. So yeah, when we see immortal. him again, the Doctor is kind of you're just you're wrong, Jack. <laughs> like he thinks it's wrong that he's like immortal and can't die. He's jealous. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, it's not like you're 930 or anything, bud. Like, <laughs> but he has to change forms every time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so if you're interested in Jack's story, mm. like, Tortured is a really good show, and you get, I think it's really interesting, his whole, he's a whole really long life. Yeah. It's really cool. Which they kind Jack of flash is, back Yeah, on. Jack is an interesting character, no matter what he's in. Mm-hmm. And he's a little, he's darker in Torchwood. He's not as happy go lucky. Shit, shit gets real sometimes. Yeah. But he's also Jack. He's Flirty still Jack, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, like, you know, there's something that, he has, like, a little piece of that that's a little darker. Well, I mean, like, the Doctor, he's been through some shit. Yeah, there's but that's stuck. what I'm saying, is, yeah. like, you can see that change. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Alright, science factor fiction. I had a problem with the Daleks going up by the elevator, like, level by level, because he... Managed to, like, shield the top six levels. It was so weird and stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really care. But, I mean, like, you know they can enter through the windows because they, like, break the window to get in and kill Linda. Yeah. It just was... I was like... It's a weird kind of silly thing of these Daleks working their way up. It was, like, just like a plot device that didn't really make sense with the whole science of it. It's so that they could, like, go, like, bottleneck them and have, like, a standoff I know, but from time to time. it's a whole, like, spaceship, and you said, like, the top six floors were shielded, so they would have to enter here and go up, but I was like, the shield, like, why didn't they just blow up the fucking thing? Like, the shield couldn't have been over everything, or they wouldn't have been able to... Never mind. <laughs> I had problems. 
I also thought it was funny when they had like a like screen of like the earth and the continents they were showing what the dogs were doing to the earth and when they blew they're like they're blowing up whole continents and the shape of the continent just kind of got squished I was like that's what happens when you blow up a continent mm-hmm. it just looks like warped yeah also what happened about that she brought like she destroyed the dogs but they fucked up the earth already what happened to the earth um new earth important. <laughs> new earth isn't for like a five billion years yep <laughs> Well, I mean, we Maybe know that some of them that. have already gone out and, because the doctor says, like, there are colonies, like, they'll survive in some form. So, mm-hmm. maybe they just had to colonize more. Like, Once you know again, what I mean? they're just leaving a big mess. That's what he does. I don't think he can, I don't know how much he can change environmental factors of They could have shown her, like, fixing the earth as well. Yeah. Well, like, because maybe, I mean, she could have, with that power. She could have done whatever the fuck she wanted. Just, like, rewound time around the planet. I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys have any science fiction problems? No, not overly. I was just involved in this episode. I don't look too far into that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm watching it for, like, a third or fourth time, so I can... Yeah. ...get analytical and ruin it for myself by thinking about it too much. Uh, all right, on Confidential, I don't remember what the overall theme was, but I remember John Barrowman, Jack Harkness, talking about uh, his final kiss with Rose and the Doctor and how he made sure to kiss them both in the same way. I loved that, yeah, and I loved when he talked about that. It makes perfect sense, too. Yeah, right? he didn't want to, he loves them both, like, in the same way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he won't, yeah, he just gave them, like, a final... And he did very good, a good job. good, solid It was, it was exactly Without getting, rom- like, romantic or passionate, it was just about a good, either solid, one, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. It was a good... Goodbye. Yeah, and I mean, the Doctor, I guess, when we first meet Jack back in the wartime. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says, like, you know, like, humans, you know, kind of like, you guys, like, went to the stars and had a lot of sex and you stopped being <laughs> such prudes about, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. traditional gender roles or sexuality and stuff, and you kind of just screw everybody. <laughs> and so, like, it was important that that, like, gets maintained. Yeah, it's established really early on that Jack is, like, omnisexual. Yeah. But, like, even those kids, like, weren't sexual at all. That's they were. That's, like, yeah, it's okay for him to kiss I just mean, like, I think in terms of, like, to, even today, if somebody, like, said goodbye to you like that, you might be like, whoa. But I think, like, humans have evolved to the point where, like, that's a good a way to say goodbye. Is, yeah, it's yeah. Because it wasn't It's not just for, like, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good all job, right. Jack. Final thoughts, grade? A. Minus as well. <laughs> a mi- we all said A minus. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a good big epic thing, a little bit of everything. They had like a big fight drama, end of the world kind of issue. <laughs> but we also had some stuff back home with Jackie and Mickey, so for the emotion, and then the big emotional goodbye at the end. Yeah. Solid, solid episode for me. Yeah, A minus. Uh, great. It had action, it had emotion, it had David Tennant, it had our first <laughs> regeneration, it had Rose and the TARDIS teaming up together to, like, yeah. beat the crap out of the Daleks. <laughs> it was exciting, but it's still not the best episode ever. No. <laughs> and so, but A minus. A minus, yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, that's the end of the first season. Oh my god. We made it, guys. End of the, f- or 
the ninth doctor, our first doctor. Yeah, on to ten. Any final thoughts for the whole season? I just think going back and watching it, compared to what I know is coming, it's almost disappointing watching this first season. But at the same time, like, it's so important to, like, build up to what's to come. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, doing this podcast, sometimes I found, like, sometimes I'd look at the episode list for the podcast we were doing and be like, ugh. Like, they're not my favorite episodes. Like, I mean, yeah, there's points that I like about each of them, but... It's nothing that I'm like, oh my god, these are my favorite episodes, I can't wait. Um, and I feel like Eccleston suffers a little bit from just having done the first season, and I feel like yeah. he was he was a great doctor, he really was, and I would have loved to have seen him with some of the stuff that comes further on down the line that's a little bit mm-hmm. meatier and a little bit better. Yeah, it makes it hard to give him as the doctor, or like the ninth doctor as much like credit and love when he wasn't given the best stories. Mm-hmm. I know. Even though he had, you know, he brought it back. He brought the series back. Right? Yeah, I mean, he did it. <laughs> yeah. What did you think as your very first season of um, Doctor Well, at this point, I'm like officially hooked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> so Successful first season then yeah, if you get yeah. to that and you're hooked. It worked. <laughs> So, next week is the Christmas special and the season two premiere. It is. And our uh, question that we're going to ask you this week, we'll answer um, in podcast episode eight. And our question is, what is your favorite thing uh, in this series that they have brought forward from the old series of Doctor Who? So, that's like baddies. Baddies, equipment, characters, characters, planets, anything. Yeah, so you can email us the answer to your question. It's Doctor's Companions Podcast at gmail.com. You can also just email us and tell us what you think and uh, say hi and suggestions, whatever you want to say, and we'll always read it on the next podcast if we get anything. (laughs) If we ever get anything. (laughs) Um, and as always, there's a blog post that goes with this podcast. Link is in the description of this episode. Uh, so links to anything we talked about, like the who news and anything else I write a little bit more. So you can always find more stuff on the blog. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Come on, let's go.